Hello everyone, welcome to episode 7 of the Gamers Universe podcast. I am sitting here with Sir Jode. Um We are re-recording this episode because a technical error happened where I went to edit the episode and OBS didn't pick up the Discord audio. But Joe likes to stream on Twitch and um, he also makes music as well. Um, there's a few YouTube uploads. Really cool guy. Welcome on the show, Joe. It's a pleasure to have you here. Oh, thank you very much. It's a pleasure to be here. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm doing good. Better than like the, the last time. <laughs> <laughs> but thought it'd be great to have you on today so we could like, you know, just chop it up, have have a bit of fun and just like chat about all things gaming and streaming related. Gonna throw out some curveballs your way and completely catch you off guard, but <laughs> I'm ready for them. How are you doing, Jay? Like, what have you been up to as of recent? Um, I'm doing pretty good. Yeah, I mean, I've I've just moved. I think do we we recorded it just before I moved yeah, last did. time, didn't we? Yeah, mm-hmm. and now I've moved. Um, see, so yeah, I've I've moved into my partners. I'm settling in. I'm waiting for my new desk to come. Still, I've still got my old one that like shakes all over the place because I've reassembled it for like the ninth time. Um. But no, yeah, I'm, I'm doing really good. Twitch has been going well. YouTube's been going all right. And uh, yeah, everything's kind of aligned recently. And it's been really, really nice. Yeah, that's great to hear, Joe. Like, um, I'm really happy for you. And I'm glad you got to, like, you know, move out. And I'm glad you're getting a new desk. I know the feeling with, like, a wobbly desk, bro. I literally had the tiniest corner of my room where I had a desk. And whenever I'd move, it would creak. So I'd have to yeah. go around in the podcast episodes and I'd have to, like, go and edit that sound out. It was awful. But now I've got a big old boy with a lot of storage and, you know, it's going to hopefully serve me for years to come. And I hope it's the same with yours. Yeah, I'm getting a nice Ikea one, so I'm going to have a lot more space because I've never realised how small it is until mm-hmm. I moved into my partner's. Because her desk is small, but I looked at mine compared to hers and mine is tiny. Like... You know when you're like, it's like it's a shoulder's width apart or like just over that. And I've managed to squeeze two monitors on. Oh my goodness. I don't know (laughs) how I managed to squeeze my monitor onto my desk at the time. Because it was such a small desk that the monitor made the desk look small. It was that bad. And as well, my new PC was like as tall as the desk. It was insane. (laughs) Like... I'm I'm like six five right, and I had to like crouch down to this desk. It was awful. No leg room, no anything. But no, getting that just makes you feel so much better. Like content creating and streaming just yeah, gives you. Yeah, you need, you need somewhere to be comfortable. So, how did you get into gaming, Joe? Like, what was your first game? Oh, well, I, I, I remember my, because um, I originally got a Game Boy Advance. I've still got it. I've managed to keep it in good condition mm. for like 18, 19 years. And I, I got it. Um, I got three games on it. I can't remember what one of them was. One of them was the Madagascar game. And mm. I also got a Game Boy Color game on it, which was not really made for it, but it works, which was Pokemon Gold. And I loved it. Like It was, it was the first game I properly played and put a lot of time into. And, you know, I I love Pokemon. Like, I, I, I don't stream all the time, but I stream it, like, if there's something new coming out on it. But, yeah, that, that, that set me down the track of gaming because I was like, oh, wow, there's a new Pokemon game on the DS. I want to get DS. And I started playing more DS games. And then um, eventually I, I kind of got to um, to Minecraft on, on my laptop. And that's when I started mainly properly gaming. And 
uh started getting a nice pc playing decent high-end games mm-hmm. um but yeah I, I mean from sort of day one really uh, i had the opportunity to, to play games and i've been playing them yeah no that's awesome and you know it's crazy to see how far that like madagascar game has inspired you <laughs> no but in all seriousness no it's cool i've met a lot of people that you know grew up with pokemon and like absolutely love that series so it's awesome to see that you have a similar passion and like have an interest in pokemon i don't know why but it just seems like a lot of people from our generation oh my goodness i sound old saying that but around like our generation um grew up on that series it's um it's interesting like a lot of people's inspirations for games and like how they develop them and storytell it's like based off of these games they've played and like the experiences they had with them it's really cool that you've kept your um game boy too in like good condition and hopefully you can sell it later on in life you know? oh no that's that's never being sold like right. i've i've kept my original ds as well which is it's it's broken you know like uh, uh the fold part mm. i've and I never break, like, I keep all my stuff in as good condition as I can. And that is the one thing that is broken of mine mm. that wasn't by me because some some girl that was, like, my friend's, like, stepsister or something wanted to play a game on my DS, despite having a DS. And rather than just ask for the game, she just grabbed it by the top screen and pulled it, and it just snapped. Oh, my God. Uh, and it, it winds me up. I've kept it because oh, I can never trade it in. I never mm. want to. And I managed to fix it a couple of years ago. Like I undone it. I started like putting those things in, like changing the battery and everything. And we got it working, but it's still got that little bit of a wonky, wonky screen. Right. Now that's really cool though that you're keeping the stuff because it has sentimental value to it. I'm the yeah. same with um, I guess with a lot of my technology. I still have um my Wii and the uh, goodness me, I think I've got like my old Xbox 360, and it's like I don't think I'll ever part with them because they were like consoles I really like started properly gaming on, and now I'm here. You so it's pretty cool that when you like have those things to look back on, and you can see your humble beginnings, and now you're like out here streaming on a awesome rig and you know doing this cool stuff with like sir craft smp and your um very bittersweet hardcore series that came to an end by a creeper <laughs> yeah i'm i'm still a bit torn on that i, I want to start it up again soon mm. but um i think i've got i've got a couple other series going on at the moment so i think when i bring one of those to a close is when i'll redo hardcore and then come back with some some better plans and be a lot quicker and stream longer and get more done right yeah that makes sense because like you don't want to have too much on your plate and me getting back into streaming like you know it was last week i got back into streaming it's um it's interesting having to keep motivated doing that and then i'm you know working on gamers universe um there's a lot to balance and then you work you've yeah. got that to deal with and then you've got to spend time with your partner it's like it all adds up so you gotta have a healthy yeah. balance of it yeah it does it, like I'm, I'm, I'm. Oh, I can't think of the word for it. But I, I've definitely been in that position before where I've stretched myself too thin, right. and it, it's not even a matter of like helping someone out and stretch yourself. Like you just want to do so much, but you've got such limited time, and you kind of try to dabble your hands in everything mm-hmm. at once, and you just you end up crashing and you don't get anything done. You lose motivation for everything. So it's it's nice to even if you're not going to finish that project straight away. It's nice just to at least focus on one thing, one of those things at a time, and then going and, you know, doing the other thing later on, even if you have to pause something or wait till it's finished. 
Mm. Uh, before you can get to it. Yeah, I mean, I think we like I don't we're not working on it right now, but we were working on a project that's on the back burner at the moment. So I completely get that. I hope we can work on that soon because I have some cool ideas for it. But you know, yeah, it will come in time when like when it is the right time. But what would you say is like you know one of the most or like your influential game series to you like growing up? Like what was it for you? Um. So the, the, there's a few options I have here because mm. I have played Pokemon since, well, since I could basically walk, to be honest. Right. Um, and I, I've, I've played every generation of Pokemon. I still do. Like I've, I've got all the main series games. I'm still collecting the side games. Mm. Um, but yeah, I, I, I love Pokemon. It's, it's not my favorite game. Definitely my favorite franchise. Um, but yeah, it's probably Pokemon in the sense of it got me into gaming and it. It got my love for fantasy and then Minecraft as well. Like, as much as like, I might not say it's my favorite game, mm. it certainly is my the game I play the most. It's the most I invest time into. There's so many different things I want to do in it because there's so many possibilities. And it's, I mean, it, it's the point of the game. It's it's creative expression in the game, and I I love that ability to just be able to do whatever I want mm. and not really have many limitations in what i can do um especially with you know the modding community like adventure maps and um all sorts of communities that come from the game um yeah those are probably my two biggest games and you know probably my favorite that keep me going and want me to to do more of them yeah no i definitely agree with minecraft um for me, it was Minecraft and the Grand Theft Auto series, and like I know I shouldn't say that. Oh, growing up, I you know GTA was influential, but it was like I I didn't really understand it when I was like four. But you know, driving around in GTA, I got the love for the um, third person in open world games, shooting people up, and I think Minecraft was a good one as well because as you said you had that creative freedom and fantasy aspect to it it was like never been really done before in that aspect and i think that's one of more like admirable things about your content and just like yourself in general you still like hold on to the old ways of minecraft if you know what i mean you're, you're so you, you can't you get me right like yeah no, I... how minecraft's progressed and it's all speed running and like there's always manhunts now and stuff like that different trends and anarchy servers you just you keep it at its roots you don't like to be too extravagant with it it's just like right here's a vanilla playthrough we're gonna do it like this and i i think it's just like a really humble way of playing it and you don't see that very often so it's nice to see that again even if there's not a lot of people tuning in i like to stop by and give you my regards and like support because it's like i want to see more minecraft content like that because there's a lot of people out there that have a lot of power, right? And like, I mean this with followers and streams, it, it's crazy. They can just mention a name or mention someone and just like that, this person's taken off. I just think it's quite old seeing that. It's nice to see someone that stuck to their roots and earned their followers hasn't been boosted by someone or like someone else is following and then they're riding the coattails of that until it burns out because that sucks to see yeah i mean like i i would be opposed to someone you know big and french through like bringing attention to me but i would i feel like there's a difference between leeching off of it and making those people that have seen you thanks to this other person's influence mm-hmm. stay for you rather than yeah like 
something you're now doing because of that other person. If someone, say, uh, massive raided me, I would want them to stay for, for hardcore, uh, which is what I mainly mm-hmm. do, rather than something that I would do subject of that. Right. Um, again, it's, it's like you said, I, I want to stick to my roots. Like I do play a bit of modded, but at the end of the day, Minecraft's such a such a limitless game, and you know that even with vanilla, there's so many different things people are still finding out and different things you can do. And when when I do like when I play the game, I want to do something different every time. I don't want to yeah. stick to the same theme. Um, like even with building styles, like one day I could build very fantasy, or the next day I could build like modern. Um, obviously I'm not the best builder, but I you know. They're, they're staying in a pattern and also changing up to be new as well. Right. And it's like the the problem that I find with the, the big content creators doing these raids or mentioning your stream or whatever, like, is that the followers are only there because they follow that person's words. If the, the streamer could soon, or like content creator could soon turn around and say, oh, don't follow them, and you'd lose followers, like... I just think it's insane how much power someone can have and, like, how much of an effect they can have. Not that it's happened, but, like, now there's people growing like that and hitting 15 million subs isn't, I guess, it isn't out of, like, the equation nowadays. Like, it's easily achievable if you get, like, a shout-out like that. But the scary thing is it's, like, it can soon slap you in the face if you were to, like, you know, not do something that this creator doesn't like because you have differing opinions. It can can be quite scary because the followers could soon turn against you and they're probably going to be digging through your Twitter feed looking for the tiniest little detail. So I just find it interesting how, like, the Minecraft community has evolved. It used to be very community-based, but now it seems like it's very content creator based it's almost like a a pyramid in a way you have these people at the top and then at the bottom you have the the players right and it's a weird way to describe it but i think it has a knock-on effect because you have these people at the top and then people are going to be following what this person says and they're going to be playing how this person says and building like they say and you're not going to be able to escape it as long as it's kind of like the you know it's like the whole wife and you know, the slate clean and getting rid of all the old players and traditional ways yeah. to, uh, I guess, uh, you know what I mean? Just like a group no, I, I where they follow everything the content creator does and then it's less of community-based thing. Yeah, I mean, I feel like things have always been like that, though. Mm. Like, in a sense, if you, if you look at... Influencers are the modern-day celebrities now. Mm. Um, but if you think about how... Uh, say a a singer had their hairstyle so many people would copy that hairstyle because it's what they said it's why there's so many celebrities and adverts and um why sponsorships now influence youtubers because it's like hey not only we're getting our brand there but if this person recommends it then their fans are going to use it as well um it's it's a it's people it's very easy to become a sheep in Mm. and it's it's not always bad um but you know, you you can follow what someone says as long as you understand that that's what right. you truly believe, and you're not following the word of someone, but rather you're taking what someone said, evaluating it yourself, and agreeing or disagreeing with it. Because I feel like that that it, it makes you not a sheep, but you're just going the same. You're following the same path, right. um, and you know that that's always going to happen because someone that's 
you know, if you look at someone that has, say, 10 uh, million subscribers, someone who's very introverted and shy might look at that and be like, wow, loads of people admire him. I admire him. I must take their, their word as law because clearly they're doing something right. Mm. And, you know, I, I, I don't always blame those people. Like, some people are nice. I feel like you only really see the 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 vocal ones that are very toxic about it mm. um like like for example um dream stands like probably gonna get shouted out now because of this um but <laughs> no, not all street dream stands are bad um like but the thing is you don't really see those ones because they're very passive and very nice you only yeah. really hear about the toxic ones because that's what what they're saying they're very active and um mm you know at people's throats so you only really hear about the negative news it's, it's like media in general you only really hear about the negative things about a specific right. group because people talk about negative things and they're the most vocal about things mm. um so it, it, again it's it's rather than grouping it's you know you already see the bad side of things and it's unfortunate and i feel like more should be done against it but i can also stand, understand in some cases why you know youtubers or twitch streamers can't do anything because right. some people won't take no for an answer i mean the best they could do is like denounce it and be like these you know what i think happens is i think certain groups get ringleaders and then these people try and misguide other young impressionable fans because yeah. if we're talking about his fan base in particular i imagine it's a lot of 13 14 year olds that have just gotten access to like twitter youtube whatever else and this is their first community they're interacting in and then you get some like maybe older you know, more manipulative people that are you know going to try and take advantage of the fact they have these people at their bidding to um do trolling or like misguide people by saying oh so and so said this about your content creator go attack them and then you know it's a whole mess but i definitely agree with what, what you're saying like it's good to have those stands and like that's good to build your own opinions but it's like at the same time a lot of these people are quite young and they don't realize what they're being led into yeah they're, they're quite impressionable too which is um you know unfortunate in this day and age but we're always gonna get it but no if someone wants to have a go in the comments go right ahead but i'm not gonna like beat around we'll call your parents <laughs> we'll, we'll call, call your, your parents. parents we'll tell them what you're up to on the internet <laughs> But no, I'm not going to beat around the bush about it. If we're going to like talk about a dream, we're going to talk about a dream, you know. This is what this podcast is. It's like speaking the honest truth. And that's what I want to keep by those rules. I'm not going to cut things out and like try and censor them. It's just like open as it can be. But I'm not going to stay focused or too hung up on it because that community isn't part of me and I'm myself. I'm not part of any community. I'm just trying to get this brand out there and try and create a platform where people aren't as negative just by it needs to be more positivity not yeah. just like the internet but in the world in general and they... I, I, th I think positive things need to be louder they definitely do and i think there's a thing with positive gestures and kindness it gets overlooked because people are too hung up on negative outlooks and whatever else it's just it's unfortunate really that some of these kind gestures get overlooked no for example you could have a content creator that sends merch out to people and it just gets overlooked as so-and-so's getting cancelled or so-and-so's Twitter beef with this person. It's a shame really because I know there's a lot of decent people out there that try and do their best for their community and they just get overlooked by 
all this negative rubbish and it doesn't even have to be with content creation just kind gestures in general handing someone over some money to like you know help them get by handing them food helping someone in like so many different ways there's so many different possibilities but you're definitely right there needs to be more positivity out there and that's what i'm trying to do with gamers universe create a safe space where that positivity can thrive people can feel decent and help each other out meet new people to game with and not encounter these toxic comments and that shit because it's horrible uh, yeah honestly I've, I've not got time for drama anymore i'm so i'm so tired of it yeah um yeah i i, I think recently it, it's i think it's died down a little bit more now a lot of toxicity but it cancel culture thrived during lockdown because yep. so many people were trapped inside and I think tensions were a lot higher on people, so they were a lot more prone to just snap. Um, and I, I think that's what brought out a lot of cancel culture, because I think the term didn't truly come around until lockdown, to be honest. Um, mm. Like, obviously, there was having cancel, but then cancel culture, like, the fact that it, it, it was now referred to as a culture really showed how bad it was. Mm. Um, but hopefully now things are slowly getting See, back to normal. People will die down on it a little bit more. I don't think cancel culture, yeah, like, I get, let me rephrase that, but, um, so, I think you're right with the whole, like, internet stuff, a lot of people were, like, on Twitter and had nothing better to do with their time, but I think, like, you know, cancel culture is quite an old thing anyway, I just think it's been rebranded or renamed in a way, you know, before it used to be called the mob mentality, one person had, goes after someone, 50,000 other people go after someone, whether that's for a good reason or whether it's to cause malicious intent. Uh, there's so many different ways it can go, but I definitely think that um, you're right in the sense that there's there's no need for it. Like, there's other ways and better ways to go about calling someone out, and I think a lot of people just resort to angrily typing a message on Twitter or exposing all their dirty laundry on Twitter and it just there needs to be a better way to handle it like create a Google form or like group together people have a discussion about it and then bring these facts to like social media but it'll never be done because people yeah. are too quick to just do the guilty until proven innocent thing and it's nothing you know I'm not supporting anyone and I'm not you know saying there's people out there that have done wrong and aren't doing wrong but it's just like there's better ways to um handle the situation and I think if it comes to the point where authorities need to be involved I think it's you know something where people need to alert these authorities and then they handle it from there Fine, have your opinion on it, but no need to go and try and force your way into a situation and handle it yourselves, because it's like, what's the point? You're not going to get I, anywhere. I think at the end of the day, the mentality people need to have is you need to teach someone what they've done is wrong. Mm. Like, Because if you just shout and scream at someone, they're not going to respond. It's just going to cause more issues. If someone has done something wrong, you teach them what they did, like what they did is wrong. And if they are willing to learn, then they will apologize for it. Mm -hmm. They will, they will, you know, they will change for next time. And mm -hmm. digging up something from 2012, that's a different person. Like, yeah, I, I myself, I'm not the person that caused issues on dark, uh, dark corners. I'm, I'm the guy that Twitch streams now. Like, right. they're, they're two separate entities of a person. People grow and change, and develop, and you know, you're constantly learning. You, or you're always knowing something that you didn't before i i'm i'm still not fully understanding of um 
loads of different things with how people are now and yeah. i i try to avoid saying something insensitive and you know try to be very neutral about it and you know i don't mind how 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 people are and what they want to do um as long as no one else is getting hurt in it and i'm willing to learn if someone says like right. hey you've referred to someone in the song wrong way or you've said something that's a little bit offensive i'm like okay i'm sorry that's that's my bad i didn't actually know but what do i do next time like um how 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 should i actually address this or how would you prefer for yeah. me to say this and i you know i see a lot of, of of people who have a lot of power say that and you know try to be open to learn but some of these people don't like that response they just want the uh, they want to be vicious still. They want to keep yeah. that toxicity in the air because it's what they thrive off. They they don't have anything better to do, and I I I can't help but feel bad for people like mm. that because mm. you just it's it's you're never gonna better as a person. You're gonna be stuck in the same place, and th- these people do need help, and I feel so bad for them because it's it's not healthy i agree like totally with you there and i mean you know there's some people you and i have dealt with and like it's just like oh come on be better this is like i'm not naming names but there's adults and they're in like positions where they're leading communities where there's young impressionable people it's like these people don't know it but these people are acting like kids just because they got caught out and they're in the wrong it's it's ridiculous these days like people just want to have a moon and like i guess attack other people and then they're like so hypocritical anyway it's like you can be like my bad i need to rephrase that but it's just like it's a whole bunch of hypocrisy basically because people seem to say oh joe did so and so but then you know these dms may come out and it's like oh wait you're doing the same thing so how yeah. can you complain about it it's, it's dumb but they, people like that thrive off drama but mm. being in the position of of, of king like, yeah they oh yeah king in a a, a, null, a gender neutral way i should probably say no, that, that's um, fine king they, they want to be on a throne they want to be on the mm-hmm. pedestal they want to they want to be in the position of power and you can't there's there's no really good way to phrase it but mm-hmm. it's again it's it's not healthy you just if you can't deal with it being dealt back to you don't try to deal out this uh, uh, hypocrisy like you said out to someone else because yeah. it's 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 not fair and it's not going to work and it, there's no point in it you're just recycling drama mm. and negativity but like i think moving on from all this negative stuff i do want to like really pick at your brain and i want to know why you became a streamer like what was it that pushed you to you know start streaming um i mean i've, I've wanted to stream for quite a while um mm. i mean like i i originally wanted to be a youtuber when i was a kid like i'm sure everyone did when youtube was uh, first coming around um but i've I've always had poor internet like my internet has been atrocious um and you know i i I tried to stream on youtube and all that and i used to stream on youtube of a certain group but never as the streamer i would be the behind the scenes like organizing the stream and reading chat and everything um but it wasn't until i actually had to upgrade my my phone plan to unlimited data so i could stream Mm. from my phone and it was it was better quality than my actual um internet um but i i started to enjoy it and i actually got good internet and you know just have just the ability to play games with 
other people watching and speaking to them and it's 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 a really nice feeling it's it's there's no real way to like can put it but it's nice to know people are there and have, sharing yeah. their thoughts with you on what the game is and being like oh wow what you've just did there is pretty cool i'm like oh thank you mm -hmm. it's it's nice to have that little bit of a following and a community around with people yeah no i agree and it's like last time we recorded this i hadn't streamed in a, a while but you know i've picked up streaming again and i 100 percent agree with you man it is so awesome when you're sitting there playing a game and like people are just hyping you up they're chatting in chat and you, then you do something cool and they're like wow i clipped that or you say something funny yeah. it's it's just so great and it's such like a rewarding experience to be able to sit there and stream for like two hours it just it flies by doesn't it it doesn't always feel like two hours yeah sometimes there's that occasional stream where it feels like a slog or you don't feel well but yeah i think the majority of the streams are so well and it's great when people come out and share show you their support whether it be friends new people um old acquaintances it's always nice to see faces in their chat that you've like made the connections with no, yeah I mean, like like you said, yeah, where you, you have those cool moments and mm. they're now immortalized. Like it, right. it might be of a small community, it might be of a big community, but like those fun moments you have with your friends or by yourself, you're like, oh, wow, I wish I could, I like recorded or saved that. You now have people watching, whether it's like two, uh, 30, 100 thousands mm. of people watching as you did this funny moment and they get to enjoy it with you. And you know every, every all these people are seeing from your perspective on something and it's 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 you're sharing your thoughts and how you play with everyone it's it's very nice right yeah and i i think this like one of the most rewarding parts though is like you get to share your thoughts about the game and someone has a differing opinion to you and they're like well i see it this way and then it really for me i never think like an opinion's bad as long as it's not no. harmful to anyone and it's not trying to cause harm to people i think you know, all opinions are equal. If you're trying to cause harm to people, your opinion's relevant, you know, just trying yeah. to, you know, do that shit, because that's not cool. But um... Arguments are, 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 mm -hmm. are a good word. They often yeah. have negative, like, a, a negative following to it, but it's right. a very it's a very positive word. It's good to have an argument yeah, as long as is. you're civil. Right, I definitely agree, because, like, I think it's very eye-opening as well, because they see it in a way that you don't. Yeah. You see the game as, oh, it's great, and then someone else is like, well, it's okay, but there's these parts they could have done better, and then you're like, well, actually, you know what, I I never saw that before, yeah. thank you, but you get those people that are like, oh, right, this game's so terrible, you're so trash at it, and it's like, oh, bugger off, mate, <laughs> you know, yeah. it's ridiculous, but no, I think... You're, you're definitely on the money there with why it's so great to become a streamer. And if there's anyone listening that wants to become a streamer, I highly recommend it. And I'm sure that Joe highly recommends doing it. Yeah, I, I completely agree. If it's something you want to do, go for it. Like, mm. there's, you know, you don't have to start with fancy equipment or spectacular internet. I mean, look, it certainly helps, but you don't need it. You right. can You can start whenever, like, just find yourself something you want to do and start streaming it and you know your audience will begin to grow as long as it's something you enjoy like don't force yourself and i i probably did this when i was a kid when i was uploading but don't upload or stream something that you do not enjoy yourself mm -hmm. because then other people won't i think the other thing to do is come into it with the mindset it's a hobby don't have your yes. heart set on making money or you know this is your job 
because if you're doing that, well, I just, I don't think this is the place for you. Like, I'm not saying you can't do it, but the chances are very slim to get up to that level. I'm not saying it's impossible and I'm not trying to crush people's dreams, but it's better to keep in mind that it is a hobby to begin with. And if you get those numbers and if you get to the point where you can make passive income, great, but never have your heart set on that because you're going to be very disheartened if people don't turn up. Turn off your view account. Don't look at it. Share the stream with your friends, you know, your family maybe, and just go from there. Give you, give your dog a tablet and put it on for him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I gave my fish a tablet. He's he's followed, but uh, no, I definitely I definitely think you know it's a hobby more than a job, and people that treat it like jobs sometimes things fall through and yeah. they just sadly don't make it. But if if you're yeah. gonna treat it as a job, you need to make it clear to people yeah. that are watching that you're you're going for this as a job. I, yeah, like, you need to you need to treat it as if it was a job. You need to commit to it as like that. It's oh, I need to do this, this, and this mm-hmm. regularly and all that. I like to right. I like to think me and you are in the same boat. And correct me if I'm wrong. I feel like we're individuals on Twitch. You identify as Sergio. Udo. That's not your brand. That's you. And it's the same with me. I'm the Mister Beans. That's not my brand. That's me. And. That's what I want to portray on Twitch. I don't want to portray it as a brand selling mugs with my logo on it or anything. And merch is good, but it's just like, it's having that healthy balance. You don't want to have like everything with your name on it. Like you have, um, I hope I'm allowed to talk about this. Yeah, yeah, you go for it. But um, you have your merch and quite subtle. It's, it's, It's very comfy from what I've heard and what I will know when it eventually arrives, because that'll be cool not biased at all, but um, yeah, I think um, having a bit to make passive income is cool, but that's not our main priority. We have different jobs and like careers aside from that. We have things outside of Twitch that keep us going, and I think that's very important to have another focus like that. Yeah, I mean, especially with, with my Plagueling hoodies, I've set mm. them to be as low price in a profit margin for myself, like the mm. the hoodies are like thirty five dollars, which is about twenty eight pounds, I think it was, or just a little bit less. Um, I I get five dollars of that, uh, which is even less in pounds, which goes to Kia, who did the art mm. for it. Um, for me, it's it's not a it's not like a money making thing. I just really want to see someone wear something I've right. made. That, that's what it is for me. Um, and like you were saying with like the identity thing, um. I, I am Sir Jodo, but like it's not a brand or anything, mm. but I, I make it clear to people that Sir Jodo is a presentation of what I show you. It's yeah. it's my internet personality. Uh, Joseph, me, mm. is a very different person. Like mm. there are like Sir Jodo is a fraction of who I am. Like you don't see mm. um what goes on behind the scenes, like my uh full relationship with Kia, that's Joseph. Mm-hmm. You see a little bit of in Sir Jodo. My my mental health. That's something of Joseph. You don't see that mm-hmm. in Sergio Do. Right. Like I I have those honest heart to heart moments with with my chat, but uh, I I I always say it no matter what it is, even if I'm just playing a game with someone, whether I'm not streaming, and I I try to preference this with everyone, but remember the person that you are watching or the person that you mm-hmm. are playing with, you are only seeing what they you they want you to see. Yeah, I think. And... Sorry to interrupt, but. I think it's a very, um, with streaming in particular, 
and in our cases anyway i think it's a it's a very what you see is what you get and mm. i think that's a good way to have it because you don't need like well it's nice to say oh i have a relationship but you you don't need that on twitch and online because there's weird people out there and it's just like that's your life away from twitch that's yeah that's something to do with the viewers and it has like nothing to concern with them yeah they can say hello you know how how's she doing but you know what i mean you you want to keep yeah. that separate that life separate yeah of course and it's it's one of the reasons why I don't have my real name on social media. Mm. Like I, my, you will see my name as Joseph Dozif, mm -hmm. and that is to solely separate that as an entity. Like I, I am that person, but mm -hmm. I'm also this other person, and yeah. they're they're very similar, but one is just a fraction of the other. Yeah, like gamers universe. That's like my brand, but uh, online, my online presence on Beans, and that that's it. I like to. <laughs> I know it's very mysterious, but I, I think even like having a name like that is kind of cool <laughs> without being too egotistical. And I hope they <laughs> get cancelled for that. But beans, I like to envision myself as I wear a lot of, you know, well, I, I don't wear them, but I have a lot of profile pictures that have characters wearing helmets and stuff. And I like to yeah. think of that as like my kind of, it's like my identity. Like one day I think it would be cool to maybe like make my own like, beans mask or whatever it is but mm. at the moment i'm just using like bloody star wars helmets like the mandalorian and boba fett but no they do suit you they look very nice thank on you. you i do like to be silly with them i, I do, <laughs> no, I, do... I, I completely agree with yeah. that that's why uh sir jodo is is a masked character yeah. because it, it is a mask mm -hmm. i think it's a really great representation of like who we are as yeah. people even though you do face cams in your stream, yeah. and more like power to you, massive steel balls streaming with your <laughs> face cam on, like bloody hell, and you're dancing on stream too. <laughs> like, I don't know how uh, you do it, but <laughs> I, I've reached that bro. stage where I simply do not care if I embarrass myself. Mm. We we crossed the embarrassment stage a long time ago. Like I have done so many cringy and awkward things in my life. That I that I don't think it could get worse. So if I'm gonna do something embarrassing, I'm gonna be steering the helm of it because I know that I've done it. Um, <laughs> no, so uh, I completely get that. And like speaking of like streaming and like all that sort of shenanigans, what would you say was this might be hard, but like from content creator to content creator or like streamer to streamer even, what was like the hardest challenge you've had to overcome as a streamer? um because because you put that question in two ways um oh, let's for... just stick with streamer like all right cool they're, they're very different sides i think sure thing. yeah i'll do i'll do content creator because it's, it's short but um as a content creator obviously you've got hard both of them apply for having a demographic and trying to grow it um mm. but personally i i originally had a channel that i hit 1k on um because i was doing i was doing hardcore minecraft or i was playing like a uh like a nuzlocke in pokemon or like any game on the hardest difficulty and being like oh iron man mode or this mm. um and on that i um i actually had a virus installed on my pc because um youtube was like oh download this streaming app um i was like oh i might stream um and my PC got corrupted and then my channel got taken down wow. with three strikes on a Pokemon video a day later. Um, 
so that was when i hit a low for youtube and stopped doing it um but twitch um again it's it's not really a negative but it, it's just trial and error making sure you do content you enjoy and someone's going to enjoy and sit through and watch mm. and yeah it's a bit demoralizing when like you can go from 15 viewers one day to three the next um but you've got to understand that people aren't always going to be glued to you and you'll you'll find it with big streamers they might have mm. 15,000 one day 3,000 the next and that's because people aren't available all the time mm. or that specific thing isn't interesting to that streamer um but you still have an audience you've just got to be grateful for what you've got and accept that you can still grow there's there's millions of, right. what is it what, seven billion people on the planet or mm-hmm. something there's there's loads of people you'll you'll grow an audience you'll find more people right. just because like mr beast has so all loads of uh subscribers doesn't mean none of them are going to watch yours as well I mm-hmm. they might watch yours and they might watch you know mr beasts it's simple yeah, as that go, oh mr beast and uh the mr beans have <laughs> uploaded i'll watch mr beans first and then i'll go right. watch mr Beans. i mean like, <laughs> you know it's 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 possible you just gotta stick to it keep your head held high and just keep trying and you'll get there i think as well like one of the big positives i guess is um it is a hard challenge to overcome viewers and stuff but i think it's definitely the relationships and the connections you make through this like whether it be podcasting or streaming or uploading youtube videos i think the people that you meet along the way and the connections you develop and you know the collaborations you have and make I think those are really important to growing an audience and helping your channel thrive because it's it's about like word of mouth basically. People will be yeah. like, "Oh, this guy's really cool. He does cool podcasts and he does this and that." And it's really about just applying yourself and keeping your head screwed on straight and just focusing on what you want to do with this, yeah. what what you want to achieve. And no, I I completely agree. Like a great example is on how we met, right? Yeah. I think this, these connections are good. Like, if I didn't meet you, you wouldn't be on my podcast, and I'd be still looking for a podcast guest. It, it's a weird way how like the world works, but yeah, I think it's cool. Like this whole age of digital content creation, but you know, it's it can also be quite scary. But we've touched on that. It's um. Yeah. It's very interesting to say the least, and I'm interested to see how things develop and how content creation evolves and how streaming stays relevant. Like, it'll be interesting if we get to a point where, you know, a vast majority of streamers are sponsored and having a lot of partnerships, because there'll be a day where there'll be more people with these partnerships and sponsorships as people move on and there'll be the next generation. There's already the next Mr. Beast and Dream out there. But you know what I mean? It's not going to be the next Mr. Beast and Dream, but it'll be the next people that are as big as them. And what I recommend to people is if there's someone listening that wants to be a content creator is just focus on yourself and be yourself. Don't try to be like these other people. you got to be your true self online and not by like identity means, but just, you know, what you believe in. Don't be someone that you're not. Don't follow beliefs because so-and-so liked them. Be yourself. Yeah, don't try to be like 
uh, being said, the next Mr. Beast or the next dream. Be the next you. Right. Be the be the person that's going to reach how high they've reached, but be you. Mm. So moving on from the hardest challenges we faced, what would you say has been your most rewarding experience through playing video games or even streaming? Oh, um, that is a tough one. I mean, I, I, I would, it's, it's going to sound really corny, but I think everyone I've met through Minecraft, I've met so many people through Minecraft, albeit good, albeit uh, bad, but either way, I've, I've grown as a person because of them, and I've made friendships that have lasted years or friendships that are still lasting. Like, you know, I mm. met you through Minecraft. I recently met a streamer group because someone raided me who played Minecraft. And, you know, I I, I spoke to my girlfriend more, like I, I met her on Tinder, but we played Minecraft together during lockdown and got closer because of it. I, cool. This game has influenced my life and it has been probably the most rewarding thing from in outside terms for a game that's a block eight bit block game. Mm. I, no, I definitely agree with you. There's I, I think it's the same with me. I think the most rewarding experience about being beans and being, you know, gamers universe, but you know, beans more specifically is the people I've met. Definitely you and um two of my other good friends, um, Alan and Drake. They're they're great guys and I'm so thankful that I have their support. They've been on my podcast and had the chance to chat like i don't really like interviewing people for a certain role or you know how big they are i just like to interview people and chat to the people behind these things i want to get to know the people more and and to know what makes them kick in a good way you know what helps them keep going in this interesting and intricate world of online streaming and creating no yeah exactly like I'm, I'm waiting for the day where you have a studio and we can have we can come in have a nice cup of tea of on the course, podcast of course you're always welcome <laughs> mate you're always welcome i mean i have a little studio set up now but i don't have a kettle yet so i think i've got to make some adjustments to my budget and have a look at that before i can invite you in for a cup of my friend <laughs> but nah who knows, might crack out a cold one, mate. Might crack out some whiskey. <laughs> depending, <laughs> depending how it goes. But, Somehow cheaper than the kettle. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, I, I definitely agree like with what was said. And it, I'm I'm so happy like you you got the chance to connect with Kia over Minecraft and look where you're at now. You you moved in together and start like the next chapter. It must be really exciting. And speaking of um, here, I know she does art, so feel free to like drop her handle and you know can help send some people over her way. Hopefully, someone opens up a commission with her. Yeah, I, I I've I've managed to push. Sorry, I'm actually like totally not googling her username because it's different on like Twitter. Um, but no, yeah, I, I she really wanted to do it and she needed that mm -hmm. little bit of a push. And I I managed to get her to do it. Like I was like, here, look, these are the things you need to do. Um, have a look at these and then you know, just message people and see what you can do. And she's had a couple, like, I, I've commissioned her myself a lot. Um, she had a couple of commissions, but yeah, um, she does fantastic art. And honestly, it's it's amazing. I, I imagine people put the link because you're, you're getting something done, aren't you? Uh, I'm hoping to get something done for Gamers Universe, which will be exciting. But I, th I can't say too much on that, so people have to 
stay tuned. And it might come, you know, a little later on, but I am hoping I'm getting something done, chat with about some ideas of this, like, you know, piece that I want commissioned, because I think it'll be really cool. If I'm able to, it'd be cool if I could get this piece done and then maybe, like, you know, get some posters in a certain size and sell them. Like, it would be cool. I'm not sure, like, you know, that's one of the ideas I had. And it's actually a pretty good one, you know. You, you see a bit of that payment and it, like, helps you yeah. out. But, however, right, moving on from the art, you, you'll just link it to me, right? I think it's sketchy on Twitter with three Ys, isn't it? Uh, it is actually, I think it's three Ys and a five. Uh, just quickly grab it. Yeah, three Ys and a five. Okay confusing so there we go underscore sketchy three y's and a five make sure to go to her twitter and don't be a time waster open up a commission get a nice piece done you can hang it on your wall or you can put it on your stream wherever you want it and just enjoy the piece because it's really great artwork so definitely recommend checking sketchy out but yeah no that's awesome and the commission's very much appreciated with a little kiss there I can see in the bar here. But when it comes to streaming, and I know we're going back to streaming again, it's like it comes back full circle, but when you like go live or you look at your sidebar on Twitch, do you ever see yourself competing with people like other streamers? Like, it, would you say it's an unhealthy competition or would you say it's like, you know, just friendly competition? Like, I mean, I, I don't think you should ever compete in a sense of neg like negatively. Mm -hmm. It's it's unhealthy. Um but no, I, I, I'm I'm very competitive as a person. Um it, even even in my job, it's it's a competitive job. But um yeah, I mean I, I currently with Gingy at the moment we have a bit of a competition for follow count. Um and I'm slowly trying to creep up and catch up with him. But I yeah, I think competition is a good way to not only push yourself to do better, it's mm. it's to make the other person push and do better themselves right. if you're going to catch up to someone they're going to be like oh no i need to keep ahead or if you ever take they want to catch up again you you want to do the best you can do for your viewers because you want you want more of them so if that other person is going to compete with you as well they'd be like oh they're doing good i need to do better as well so i can you know have a better chance of beating them um and yeah it, it's it's a it's a beneficial thing for for everyone involved to compete mm. healthily um, you know, obviously you need a preference to people watching, not to take it too seriously or to to hurt the other person doing it. But it's it's always good to have friendly competition because again, you're going to push yourself to do better, and no one loses in a in a improving yourself way. Right. Like you you're going to do better for your viewers, for yourself, and for the other person. Mm -hmm. And I, yeah, if, if someone's going to be like. Oh wow, I'm on this mic. Well, I'm I'm gonna challenge you then. <laughs> I want I wanna beat you. Yeah, I think nowadays a lot of people focus on like negative competition, but I think a bit friendly competitions never hurt anyone. And it just like if you quote unquote lose, there's just more improvement to be made and then maybe in a year or so or half a year you can have another friendly competition. There's nothing wrong with that. Now you've got Jinji competing with you, you know, there's another fighter in the ring now. Now that I've returned streaming. <laughs> but um in all seriousness, um I, I think you're definitely right. I think it really helps people grow in like different ways and you know People can be like, oh, do you remember that, you know, 
competition that Joe and Gingy had or like Joe and Beans had where they did this. I think it's really exciting and it can bring new members to each other's communities and it's definitely worth. It's beneficial in both ways, but you never want to do it negatively. Like, oh, he's got more followers than me. Screw that guy. I hate him. Yeah, because if they've got more followers than you, then they're doing something right. Yeah. So at the end of the day, learn from them because like, you know, just even if you're doing something completely different, there may be something that the other person's doing that could benefit you and then you could overtake them because yeah. you, what you've done has got you that far. Say you could be like five followers behind. What you've done has got you five followers behind. But if they're doing something a little bit different and you add that to what you're doing, you could shoot up 10 followers and then overtake them. And then they're like, oh, I should probably do something similar to what he's doing or something new that he has. Um, and yeah, you just it, just keep going like that. And e even mentioning the other person, it's like, oh, we've got to beat Gingy. You're um, almost indirectly shouting them out as well. You're bringing attention to them. And that again it's it's beneficial for for all parties involved right yeah i i definitely agree so long as it's like nothing negative you know and there's no ill will behind it i think no competition doesn't hurt like at some point i'm gonna get on your circraft smp and stream i'm hoping we can have a few little skits and gigs going on and friendly competition yeah some challenges yeah you better you better be prepared jay because I'm prepared to whip your ass, bro. <laughs> but no, um, I guess people will be able to tell now and uh, more than ever that, you know, we we have that, you know, pretty decent chemistry going on. But um, no, I think uh, to kind of round off the podcast episode and kind of close things off, I do want to obviously ask you if you could, like, give... A piece of advice to young budding streamers like us what would it be like what would you tell them um there, there's a few things you can do like you know if you're very insecure about your followers and your view count turn it off don't have a look at it same with uh subscribers turn it off don't look like if it's gonna make you think negatively just don't look at them just focus on what you're doing if you know if you've had a bad stream or a bad video learn from it see what you can do better next time sometimes it's just a chance of bad luck but if it's consistently just not doing well mm. evolve be yourself you know don't don't pretend to be someone you're not and you'll get followers you know always make something you're going to enjoy because if you enjoy it other people will as well yeah and i'm gonna add to that and close off the episode by saying don't expect every stream to be a good stream you are gonna have bad streams where not a lot of people turn up or you get trolled or you get certain things happen but that's just part of the streaming life you know it and it gets better and reach out to me or joe or you find me on twitter you find both of us on twitter give us an app you're like hey i wouldn't mind shout out or some support we can see what we can do for you because we don't get here by magic and successful streams all the time we've had our technical issues and all sorts so i think that's if a everyone helps everyone yeah, yeah if everyone helps everyone everyone's gonna benefit right but anyway joe thank you so so much for appearing on gamers universe podcast episode seven it was great to have you on here and it's definitely it was an interesting chat because we didn't shy away from really any subjects we didn't leave any stone unturned we just said it how it was and i think that's like is 
clean and simple as you can be but um don't want to go on too long and waffle so thank you so much everyone for watching catch you all in the next one be sure to follow joe on twitch and twitter and send him my love maybe a little friendly trolling won't hurt <laughs> but yeah no is there anything else you want to add Joe? oh it's it's been a pleasure thank you very much for having me no problem. I'll catch you all on the next episode of Gamers Universe Podcast. Stay tuned. Make sure to follow me on Twitter and subscribe to me on YouTube and hit those notification bells because you're not going to want to miss the content that's coming out this year.